0: Girl Nick back for another episode of Help A Mother Out podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that is really really close to my heart and that is what do you do when you have loads of clothes but never seem to have anything to wear? I know a lot about this topic having spent years and years working with hundreds and hundreds of women who all have this problem. It's something I think all women can relate to, even myself and even someone who has worked as a personal stylist and a wardrobe consultant for years, you know, I still have this problem myself sometimes, you know, it's part of being a woman, I think, (laughs) and especially when you're a busy mum and you've got so much going on and most of your effort goes into your kids and how they're presented, you know, and what they look like and what they want to dress as that day, you know, sometimes you can get a bit lost. So today I thought I'd do a podcast about having loads of clothes and nothing to wear. So how does it happen that you end up with tons and tons of clothes and a wardrobe stuffed full of clothes, but actually nothing to put on in the morning? And I'll tell you from my experience, it's always the same thing. And that is firstly... That when you open that wardrobe door, there's so much looking back at you. Lots of clothes, normally multiple clothes on one hanger. You know, shoes not in pairs, underwear drawer stuff full, like just stuff everywhere. Necklaces all tangled together, (laughs) and you'll find that just that in itself, you've become used to. That's how your wardrobe is. You know, it's just you're accustomed to it, so you almost don't see how. Overwhelming it is. It's like walking into, you know, the January sales, you know, where there's just stuff. It's all over the floor and, you know, there's just nothing's on a hanger anymore. And this shop's just an absolute chaotic mess. You're expected to walk in and find your dream outfit or your dream top and, and, you know, find that bargain. Like it's just never going to happen. And it's the same. With your wardrobe, you know, if you open your wardrobe and it's not well presented, it's not appealing, it's just a hot mess, quite frankly, then, you know, you're not really going to want to wear those clothes because a lot of obviously what shops put an awful lot of money into is marketing the clothes and visually merchandising the clothes. And that's because how you present the clothes sells. And you almost need to think of your wardrobe that that same way. You know, if they're presented, if your clothes are presented nicely and they look appealing, you're going to want to wear them more. Whereas if it's just like no care has been taken in that wardrobe and they're just everywhere and it, you know you can't really see what you've got and there's not enough room for them and your shoes are just in a big pile, then of course you're not going to, wear, want, to want to wear any of those things. And when you don't want to wear your wardrobe, what do you do? You go shopping for more stuff because you don't want to wear the things you've got. So in <laughs> your head, and I've seen it so many times, it's like, well, I need I need more. I need different clothes. I need to go shopping. And off you go. This is the cycle you see. this is this is what I find over and over and over again, same every time. And then what's interesting is people have habits. People operate in habits. And sometimes those habits are so subtle that like driving a car, you're not even really aware that you're on autopilot. You know, it's like, have you ever done that journey where you've kind of just, you've got somewhere, but you don't actually remember driving there or the journey. You've just kind of ended up there. That's a bit like how shopping can become for women these days. It's a little bit unconscious. And I've spoken before with my clients about what I call unconscious shopping. And that is just very much going without a plan without you know understanding what it is that you want to achieve through that shopping trip apart from something to wear which is a very general goal and going shopping with without any kind of real plan and then just being on autopilot buying stuff that feels right in the moment so most of the women I meet, I can kind of call it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make a guess, a stab in the dark here at how you go shopping when you're listening to this. So see if I've see if I've got it right. So when you're going shopping, you usually go to the same location, whether that's a city centre location or a shopping mall or or whatever, but you or, or retail park. But you go that is your go to location if you need something, and you usually park your car in the same place in the same car park. There can be 50 car parks nearby, but you use the same one and you walk into the first shop and you walk around the shop, usually the same way you walked around it last time and the time before that. And what you will do is you'll go around that shop is whether it's conscious or not, but you will go towards things that are similar to the things you already have in your wardrobe, because that's how women work. It's how people work. Our brains are a bit lazy. They don't really like change. They don't really like expansion. They don't like being challenged. They like what they know. You know, so if you've got a lot of black in your wardrobe, a lot of black tops and a lot of jeans, then when you go shopping, you think, Ooh, black top, or Ooh, I need a new pair of jeans. And um, that's why you know, I I come into wardrobes and I'll never forget once, I'm trying to remember the exact figure. It was something outrageous. Like this lady had maybe like 17, 18 pairs of jeans. They were all identical. They were all from the same shop, the same brand, the same size, similar style. Like there was barely any difference between them. I was like, right, how many days are there in a week? She's like seven. And I'm like, and how many pairs of jeans do you have? (laughs) She's like, 18. And I was like, "Do, do you have a washing machine? And she's like, yeah. And she kind of just, you know, as we laid them all out on the bed and she looked at them, she was kind of just like, her mind was blown because they were all like maybe 50 quid a pair. And she had 18 pairs of them, you know. So fast maths, that's nearly a grand. And they all pretty much look the same. And then the killer question for me was, and how do you feel when you wear all these jeans? You know, how are you feeling? And she was like, well, I, you know, all right, fine. And I was like, okay. So you spent nearly a thousand pounds looking just all right. How does that make you feel? And that was when she got it. That was when she got it. She was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm really stuck in a style rut here, aren't I? It was like absolutely, and this is just so easy to do because when we're shopping and just in life in general these days, you know, we're busy, we've got loads going on, and I don't know about you, but there was a time in my life I, you know, where shopping was an absolute pleasure, and then. All of a sudden, you have kids, and it's just a rush. It's just like, oh, I've got to get the shops to get something because I need something to wear for this, blah, 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 blah. and it's all just a bit crazy. And when you walk into a shop, and in front of you is just this overwhelming array of clothing, and you need something to wear, or you feel like you've got nothing existing in your wardrobe, your brain kicks in and goes, "Well, just get what you know. Stick to what you know. Black top, jeans, job done. It's new, you know." it'll feel good because it's new. And that's the one thing, you know, that I want to highlight really is that that's when, you know, you've got to do something different because you open someone's wardrobe or if you open your own wardrobe and, and, there's a lot of similarities in there. If there isn't a lot of variety, then you know, you got a bit stuck in the style rut and your brain's kicking in every time you go shopping to to keep things simple for you. Because it's usually because people find when they walk into a department store or a shop that just the sheer volume of clothes is completely overwhelming. And not only that, but I do think if you've had children, your body shape has changed over the years, or you're going through menopause, you're not feeling particularly great about yourself. Just all these various things that happen as a woman can depend on the time of the month sometimes, how you feel about yourself. But that can really throw you when you're looking at clothes in a shop, because you've got fashion and trends in the back of your mind and you know you're looking at what other women or maybe younger women are look are looking like and what they've got on and you think well that looks good you know she looked good in that the other day or I've seen that celebrity on TV and she's about my age and she looks amazing and you know maybe I should try that and maybe I should try this and you're torn between doing that and what you already know so what usually then happens is you either go for something that you know black top jeans <laughs> or you you go a bit wild and you go well. Do you know what I saw? Um, Holly Willoughby or whoever it was on TV the other day, and she had a sequin skirt on, but she teamed it with like this cashmere jumper and uh, and these little boots, and it just looked absolutely amazing. And and I so love that look. Yeah, I wanna I wanna be Holly Willoughby today. We've all been there. Yeah. So you go in the shop, and the first thing you see is the sequin skirts. You know that she had on or something very very similar and you think that's it that that's the look and you buy the skirt you don't think anything else you just think i'm i'm channeling my holly willoughby right now i am so going to wear that skirt and you get it home and you know you take it out the bag and some people rip the tags off straight away, and it goes in the wardrobe. And a year later, you'll find that sequin skirt still sat there, still sparkly, still lovely. You still love it. You still have Holly Willoughby's beautiful outfit in your head, but you've still never worn it. And that's often because people have seen someone else's style or been inspired, which is a great thing by someone else's outfit. And have just not quite figured out either all the pieces of the outfit that they need and acquired those in order to wear the outfit, or at the end of the day, that particular style or outfit that they've seen that they were inspired by is completely impractical for their day-to-day life. Because let's face it, it's one thing Holly Willoughby on TV or whoever it may be. I'm just sorry, Holly. I'm just obviously using her today, but it's one thing her being on TV in a sequin skirt and pulling it off and looking absolutely amazing at 11 o'clock in the morning than you doing the school run, carrying the school bags on your way to work with your, with your sequins on. <laughs> like, I don't know about you. I don't know that many women who can pull that off. And you know what? There are some, there are really are some women who can pull off something wild like that and just like literally throw it on in the morning and it just works and we all want to be that woman a bit don't we 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 absolutely do i am not that woman if i rocked up in sequins on the school run yeah that that would seriously turn some heads i actually think that that people would think that there was something seriously wrong with me that day i'd possibly had some sort of mental breakdown um because that's just not who i am so my point with that is that sometimes i think you know women can walk into a shop and be inspired which is brilliant but then it's too far from, you know, what is practical for their life. And really the sort of person they are and the personality that they have, their style personality just is not going to be well reflected with that particular item. They've just been inspired and quite frankly, border their own wardrobe and want to try something new. So, The secret to getting out of a style rut and having clothes that you want to wear is finding this very key balance between something that is practical for your life, something that feels right and comfortable because let's face it, I'm sorry, I'm 42. I cannot be bothered wearing high heels every day. Sorry about that. Just cannot be bothered. Want to be that woman, would love to be that woman, But quite frankly, I'm not sure I even remember how to walk in high heels anymore. (laughs) So, you know, it's got to be practical. So there's that, but it's also got to feel really good. You've got to feel like, you know, the business in it. And I always say to my clients, how does it feel on? And if it's just okay, I'm like, do you really want to spend your hard-earned money on just looking okay? Or would you rather spend that money on something that feels fabulous and something that you know you're going to wear and something that feels really comfortable and you get compliments on and people are like, wow, look at you today. You know, what do you want to spend your money on? And that is what, you know, I think it all comes down to is that on some level, what's happened over the years is the, you know, fashion. I, re- I remember when I used to go shopping with my mum, you know, and there wasn't as much variety at that point. And in some ways that was a good thing because, you know, you'd, you'd go into the shop and you'd find a jumper that you liked and you'd be, do we get do we get the red jumper or the blue one? You know, which one suits me better? And you'd choose. Whereas now, if you walk into like any fast fashion shop, even a supermarket, wherever you go, it's like, well, I like that jumper. It's a tenner. So there's no need for me to decide whether I get red or blue. I'll get both. i just get both. There's no need for me to make a conscious decision about what will look the best. And trust me, one will look better than the other, and that will be the one you wear, and the other one will never come off the hanger. But that is where we have become so overwhelmed by fast fashion these days, by cheap fashion, that we've all reduced our standards. We've stopped selecting our wardrobe and instead just bought, 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 bought. You know, without any real thought or plan, instead for our day-to-day wardrobe, we're just buying things on the fly because we can, because we can afford it. And there's loads of them and there's tons of choice. So we see something, we like, we grab it. And that's why women end up with loads of clothes and nothing to wear. And over time, it can be actually quite damaging, I've found. And otherwise I wouldn't have a job, I guess, because women who come to me are feeling very lost with their style and lost with their wardrobe. And they feel that it's about them. They feel like they've lost the confidence. They don't know what suits them anymore. Or, you know, compared to the friends. They just don't feel like they get it right. And when it comes down to it, deep down, they all know what they want to achieve. They all know what they're doing. I've only ever worked with one client who, honest to God, was the most talented woman I've I've, I've, I've ever met, but she just could not figure out what suited her. And she was smart enough to know that, so used me. <laughs> But apart from that, every other woman I've worked with knows what they like. They know what suits them, really. They know what they feel good in. The problem is that they've simply lowered their standards over time. They've stopped selecting and being choosy and being highly selective over what gets to come home and go in their wardrobe. And instead, they've just bought stuff because it was there, it was convenient, they could afford it. And in some cases, They've not just bought one of the thing they've bought five of the things because they thought you know what that jumper works yeah style suits me i like it in purple i'll also buy it in green yellow red and blue job done but that never feels fulfilling as a wardrobe having the same thing in different colors or having the same pair of jeans 18 times does not feel good it does not feel fulfilling it's boring. So if you're feeling like you've got loads of clothes and nothing to wear when you open your wardrobe and any of this is ringing a bell, then I'm hoping that by the end of this podcast, you you might become more conscious of the way you shop and bring clothes back into your wardrobe. I'm hoping that the end of this podcast, you will be thinking, Screw this. I'm raising my game. I'm raising my style game. The standards are increasing and I'm going to start being choosy. And I am going to, you know, share with you how I help my clients to do that. You know, this is what I've done for years. It works. And maybe sometimes you might need a bit of help with it. So you can reach out to someone like, you know, myself, like a professional who can help you work through your wardrobe. It's absolutely worth doing that. And I know that you know, with every client I've worked with, it's been a really cathartic process, but this is absolutely something you can do yourself. 100%. And I actually do this process myself on my own wardrobe twice a year. I tend to do it like February and start buying my spring, summer wardrobe. Like I plan it in February. That's right. I plan my wardrobe. Yep, I do. And the same again, when schools go back in September, and I start planning my autumn looks, my winter looks, and often I've got like my autumn clothes before the weather's actually kicked in. But all there and ready, I've planned my looks. Now, at the end of the day, you know, anyone can do this. It is absolutely possible to do it yourself. Like I say, most of the women I work with, they, they've they got it all there. They've got half the clothes, so, you know, more than half sometimes. They're like amazing it's just they've got lost in amongst the stuff that you wear every day. And most of the women I work with are wearing 10 to 20% of the clothes, like that small portion of clothes, but they're wearing them 80 or 90% of the week. It is a rare occasion that a lot of these clothes are ever coming out of the wardrobe. So let's start there. Why is that? Why have we got great pieces of clothing in our wardrobes? Because I come across them all the time. It did a wardrobe the other day, and the, you know the woman who had, who I was doing the wardrobe for had said to me, "Do you know I only ever wear black?" And when I opened the wardrobe, I was like, "Well, the only reason you only ever wear black is because there's only black in your wardrobe." And she was like, uh, "Well, yeah, because I just don't know how to combine colour in here. Now I've kind of got myself into literally a black hole." <laughs> so, you know, but in amongst all that black, it was so hard for her to distinguish one thing from the other. You know, so she just wasn't even really looking at anything with fresh eyes anymore. It was just a big blur of black. So, if that rings any bells, then there's usually, you know, the best place to start is by going through your wardrobe piece by piece, and it takes a little bit of time, you know. Takes maybe an hour but you need to start going through your wardrobe piece by piece and saying, do I like this? Do I wear this? If I don't wear it, why don't I wear it? And that's the key. That's the key question to all of this is why do you wear certain things and why don't you wear certain things? Because if you can nail that, if you can define why you wear some things and why you don't wear the others, you will be able to raise your standards and start making better decisions when you're shopping because you'll just know it will be conscious. It will be in the forefront of your mind. Do you know what? I never wore that such and such a dress because do you know what? It was tight, tight around the bust and that really got on my nerves. The buttons kept popping. So, um, you know, the fabric was too stiff or, you know, I don't like knitwear. It itches me. I get too hot my temperature my body temperature is too unpredictable today to wear knits i need layers you know it's this why why don't you wear the things in your wardrobe that can unlock the key to your successful capsule wardrobe to be honest so you start by going through piece by piece and asking yourself have I worn it recently why haven't i worn it you know and and see if you can get that answer try it on and a lot of the time it doesn't fit anymore. And people have just clung on to things because they clung on. I I am so guilty of this myself. You know, I've found pieces that I've loved before kids that I've still hung on to. I just can't get rid of them because I adore them. I've got this jacket, this little jacket with this Aztec print on it. And it's like bright neon orange and I adore it. And it is way too tight, but I cannot let that go because I do live in hope that one day, I might be back down to that size. It's been 10 years, by the way, and it's still in the wardrobe. (laughs) You know, but this is what we do. This is what we do as women. So you need to start there and start looking through your wardrobe to see why don't you wear something. And usually it's either it doesn't fit or it's completely impractical to your life. So you might have had something where maybe you used to work in an office And it was totally practical. It was a suit or something, a really nice fitting suit. You loved it. You wore it all the time. And it's still in your wardrobe, and you've not really been thinking about why you've not been wearing it. And now you realize you work from home, or you've changed careers, or you're a stay at home mum. So, you know, it, it just doesn't work anymore. And then you try it on, and you think it doesn't fit me anyway since I've had kids. So that would be something that would go in the go pile. And that might be something you sell online or you give to a friend or you take to a charity shop, but it's not staying in your wardrobe. So you start that pile. And then you might try something else on. And you think, do you know, I used to love that blouse. I loved wearing that blouse. I can't figure out why I stopped wearing that blouse. I always felt really good in it. And you'll try the blouse on, and then you'll go, oh yeah, the button fell off. Or there's a big stain on it that I didn't realize, or there's a hole under the arm, or you'll find something wrong with that piece of clothing. And that's the reason you stopped wearing it, but it's been so long since you tried it on that you forgot. So then you have a decision to make. Is it repairable? Is it fixable? Can you adapt it? Does it still fit? And you make a call on whether to get that fixed and take the time to do that, or you make a decision to let it go, but make a note of what it was that felt really great about it. And you know, that goes on your shopping list to look for a replacement. The key is it doesn't go back in the wardrobe until you can wear it. Because that is the biggest problem that most of the women I work with have is that they've got a wardrobe full of clothes. They're only wearing a small percentage of it because a lot of the time the weight has fluctuated so much or the life has changed so much. And You know, their body shape maybe has changed or just who they are as a person. And the wardrobe just hasn't caught up. The wardrobe is still stuck back in the different people that they've been in their past. You know, because we all grow, we all evolve. And wardrobes are often a little slow to catch up. So, this is a process where you can take some time for yourself to help your wardrobe to catch up and meet you where you are right now, today, who you want to become. Moving forward. But a part of that, a big part of that is being able to let go. You know, so for me, we'll be letting go of that jacket. But for me, there is a reason I keep that and I keep it as inspiration. You know, I'm always looking for that jacket. I'm always looking for my next version of that jacket. And when I find it, I'll let it go. You know, but I still haven't found it. You know, still haven't found the thing that makes me feel as good as that jacket did when it comes to blazers. So, you know, there's you can hold on to things absolutely, but just don't keep them in your main wardrobe. So that jacket for me lives in our guest room, and every once in a while I see it and think, yeah, I need to start looking for that again. Every summer I look for a jacket similar. So either way, so you're going through your wardrobe, you're looking, does it fit? Is it in a condition that I can wear it? And obviously, the next question is, do I like it? How do I feel in it? And if the answer is, Meh, yeah, it's all right, you know, it's okay, then you have a decision to make. And the decision is, are you all right with that? Is that how you want to feel? Do you just want to feel okay every day? And some people are like, well, yeah, it's fine with that. I just use that for knocking about the house. That is fine. But what you find over time is that if you're spending five days a week or a a large amount of your time just feeling okay in your clothes rather than good or great or fabulous, then over time that will knock your confidence a bit. Over time you become that. How do you feel about yourself? Well, okay. Whereas women who take charge of their wardrobe, who take control over that, who plan it who define it. It doesn't define them. They define it. Those women are the women who feel good about themselves, no matter what size they are, no matter what shape they are, whether they're carrying a few extra pounds or not. They've decided, I am taking control over this. I control how I come across and feel about myself. They're the women who feel good and they're the women who no matter what shape, size, whatever they are, and however they're dressed, even if it's in a way that is not your style, you think God, she looks good. She she's got it because she's comfortable. She's happy with the standards and she's comfortable with herself, and that is the key to style. Whether you're doing the sequin skirts or whether you're trainers and leggings, it's the key is saying, but I'm I'm in charge. My wardrobe is not just something that happens. I'm in charge. I know what I'm doing. And by going through your wardrobe and taking this process of detoxing it in a way where you're evaluating it on, A, is it practical? B, is it, you know, something I can actually physically wear? Is it in a condition I can wear it? And C, do I like it? Then, you know, you're really taking back control over again over this wardrobe. And the last question, and this is the hardest one, I think probably the reason why most people come to me for a little bit of help is because the last question needs to be, do I have the other elements in my wardrobe that I need to put a stylish outfit together that is going to make me feel good? That's so key because a lot of the time, you know, I often go to people's wardrobes and they've got new things, you know, still with the labels on and they'll say, well, I kept this until I saw you because I really love it. I like it on, you know, but I've still not worn it. And I've got like three days until I need to take it back. What do you think? Those are the items that are your true authentic style calling out to you, saying, hey, you know, try something new. Try me, try me. And the reason you've not worn them is because you've not got the right other Elements in your wardrobe to put it together. So, what you need to do in that instance is you need to figure out the look that you were trying to create. Um, And sometimes this can be the bit that people find tricky if they don't know. So my best advice would be get online, look on Pinterest, look on Instagram, you know, take note of other women when you're out, look at how they visually merchandise something in a shop. What did they have it with? And, and, tr- and it's a case of trial and error, you know, trying things on, seeing how it looks and having a play. And that's what the majority of a wardrobe session is. For me, when I'm working with clients, is we're we're having a play with things to see what works, what doesn't as as an outfit, and we're identifying the things that are missing. So, you know, someone might have this blouse, and they'll say, you know, I don't know how to wear it, and we'll figure out. Right, it would look great with like jeans and a blazer, and you know, if you're going out with friends for a drink, you could team it with heels and this little bag. But actually, if you've got a meeting, you could put it with this skirt and, you know, and that sort of thing. So that's the, the tricky bit sometimes if you've not got the vision for it. So to find the vision, get online, get inspired and start trying things out. It's the only way. So as you've been through this process, you should have a notepad and pen with you and you should be writing down anything that comes into your mind that you think, Do you know what? If I just had, for example, a little leather jacket you know, I could wear that top, that top. I'd wear it with that jumper. I'd wear it with those jeans or do you know what? I'm really missing a pair of, uh, I don't know, black trainers that I could wear with those jeans or, you know, you're coming up with gaps in your wardrobe. You know, you're missing this, you're missing that. Or you might find a skirt and thought, you know, I, I always meant to wear this skirt with like a cream top and this jacket and those shoes, but you never got the cream top. Because it was hard to find the right cream top, you know, in a style that suited you. So you never got it. And therefore, you never wore the skirt. So this is the basis of your shopping list. And I always say, whether it's in your head or on paper or whatever, you need some sort of plan or a list when you go shopping because clothes shopping without a plan or a list can be so much fun, you know. And I absolutely, encourage women to do that from time to time because it's just so much fun. But actually, if you've got nothing to wear in your wardrobe and you just keep buying stuff because you keep going shopping without a plan or a list, then if you want to stop wasting money, the way to move forward is by having a bit of a plan of the outfits that you want to create and the things that you need from the shop in order to create those outfits. That's your list. So it's like, I would say, you know, maybe I'm hungry or something. I can't stop thinking about food today. Um, but it's like going food shopping when you're hungry or peckish. Oh my goodness. What happens? You end up with tons of treats (laughs) that that like you're craving and absolutely then nothing to make for your evening meal. Like, so you go into the shop thinking, I'm going to get something for dinner tonight. And you just end up with like, Donuts, <laughs> oh, no, crispy creams, and then you buy a top <laughs> and a nail varnish, and you know you come out of the supermarket. You think I actually got nothing for my dinner. That is like clothes shopping without a plan. Essentially, any shopping without a plan can be a bit disastrous, like that. So, you want to think of wardrobe planning as you would with meal planning. You know, what ingredients do you need to make your outfit come together in a way that would make you happy? And then sometimes it can be a case of trial and error, trying various things on to see what works for you. So, to wrap up today, if you're feeling like you're out of control with your wardrobe and you've got loads of clothes and nothing to wear, first step is to realize that it's not that you've got nothing to wear, it's that you've got nothing you want. To wear. And that is the difference. So, if that's you, it's time to raise your game. It's time to raise your standards. It's time to really understand and define how do you want to look? How do you want to feel in your clothes? Where are you going every day? What are you doing? What do clothes need to do for you? And you need to define your wardrobe in that way. Who do you want to become when you're wearing these clothes? So, that's the power that you can take back, and you can do that today. Because once you become very conscious of what you're trying to create, then you become more selective. And it stops you when you see your black top and jeans, it stops you from picking them up and buying them straight away. Like they're going to have to be real special in terms of a black top and jeans for you to buy them anymore. You know, they're going to have to be the one. And sometimes you find, you know, that black jacket or that black top and it's like, I love this. I love wearing this. I feel so good in it. And that's when you know you've got a core capsule item. That's when you know you've raised your game, you've raised your standards when you can find capsule items that you once considered to be a bit boring and not fun to buy, as opposed to the sparkly sequin skirt. When you find those items and you try them on, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's me. That's a bit of me, that that's when you know you're really establishing your true style because you can find those capsule items. That's when you nail it. It's you to a T. So you really want to set yourself up in terms of your vision for how you want your wardrobe to be. Then you need to go through your wardrobe and you need to evaluate the clothes that you've got. What's working? What's not? And why? That is your key question. Why isn't it working? Why didn't it work? What did you have in mind for it? Why didn't that happen? Because that's what will help you to learn and grow and not keep making the same mistakes again, i.e. misses 18 pairs of the same jeans. (laughs) Yeah, she really doesn't mind me saying this, by the way, because she thought it was just the most hilarious thing herself once she realized what she'd done. And then lastly, make a plan, make a shopping list. Just like you wouldn't go food shopping for you know, your family for the week without some sort of idea of what you need, do the same for your wardrobe. And then it's even more satisfying when you find the thing that was missing or that you needed or that you've got a plan for and you use it. It's way more satisfying and fulfilling to build your wardrobe in this way rather than simply Buying on the fly and just grabbing things that stand out to you, or buying a new black top every time you have a girl's night out. So take control, would be my advice, and realize that it isn't that you've got nothing to wear, it's that you've basically just lowered your standards, acquired clothing without really thinking about it. And now you've got nothing you want to wear. You're not excited by your wardrobe anymore. It's all about raising your standards, girls. It's all about defining what you want. You run the wardrobe or the wardrobe runs you. You define the wardrobe or the wardrobe defines you. My intention for today with this podcast is that if you have been feeling lost with your wardrobe, if you have been feeling a bit blah with your wardrobe and a bit worn out and you feel like when you look in the mirror, you're like, oh gosh, you're just not the woman who you feel like you used to be. You know, you used to have it together and you just feel like you've lost your mojo over the years. This is your call to do something about it. Yeah. It is possible trust me to love shopping again it is possible to be inspired and excited about your wardrobe again it is absolutely all there the potential is there doesn't matter if your body shape has changed if your weight fluctuates if you know you're experiencing hormonal problems and you don't know whether you're going to be hot or cold from one day to the next it's all possible And whether you need a bit of help with that or whether you want to approach it on your own, just make a start. Start with what you've got, where you are, with what you have and start today. So good luck, ladies. Thanks so much for listening to the Help a Mother Out podcast today. I so appreciate each and every one of you who've taken the time to listen to the podcast today. And my hope is that from this podcast, even if you've just got a little nugget of inspiration or information or practical advice that you can apply to your life today and you use that and your life is therefore a little bit better tomorrow because of it, then my job is done. Thanks so much for listening to the Help A Mother Out podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, Please do like, subscribe, and review the podcast. Oh, and tell your friends, because the more the merrier. I can't wait to catch you on the next podcast. And thanks again for listening to Help a Mother Out.